This podcast contains strong language and is suggested for a mature audience. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Off Your Chest, a podcast on confessions by the best upcoming... We need to change this thing, don't we? <laughs> this is too so many years along, we can be upcoming. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually we can. I feel my up has come a long time we're ago. As, <laughs> we're established. Shall we just down, do... Down sliding. <laughs> on the droop. <laughs> uh, a podcast of confessions by Super Trooper Improv. That's pretty yeah. much... We've only yeah. had Super Trooper people in before, yeah, so good. fuck it. Let's keep it on brand. Yeah. Yeah, let's keep it on brand. Okay, bye. Super Trooper Improv. Um, I'm Josh, and we'll go around the room so we can introduce you all to uh, to us. Hi, I'm Noel. Hello, I'm Ben. And I'm Josh, and we haven't done this in a very long time, so that is why the intro was butchered. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit rusty. Yeah. you got to get the brown water out. So what have we been up to in the past six months? <laughs> <laughs> a brief little recap. Uh, well... Did everyone have a good Valentine's Day? <laughs> and Christmas? No, no, we did a few after Christmas. Okay, no, Christmas is now officially more than six months ago. Oh, oh God. Oh, we need to start getting your Parker catalogues in for this one. But it's still going, Parker catalogues. What's the Parker catalogue? I don't catalog? know what that is. You know what that is? It's, it's like one of those Parker's things. in it for mods. No. <laughs> <laughs> pens, luxury pens, and pens for Christmas. Oh, everyone gets a Parker in. Well, Mandy probably, but no. Uh, what you do is you pay like twenty quid a month or something. I think it might be a week, and then you get like a big hamper at the end of it, or like the oh, Parker okay. catalogue, right. or whatever. But uh, so you have a good Christmas, guaranteed. They don't get rid of your guaranteed. family, though. Could we? I don't know if they're still going. They used to do adverts on TV all the time and stuff. Uh, but we've done all sorts. We did uh, the festival. That was yeah. good. It was yeah. a really good show. Homecoming show for Discount comedy. Check out festival. The glamorous Fenton in Leeds. All yeah. good. We've got the wrong banner for it, so you know it's good. Yeah. Did you like any of any any of aside from us who was good at the festival? <laughs> uh, I see. Uh, the murder mystery, of course, was very good. Oh yeah, murder Inc. Yeah. yeah. And, did you see uh, Jack Evans' show? I did show see Jack Evans' show. I thought that was good. That was like really that. good. Yeah. He's doing a, another preview at LS6. I saw that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see it again. Right. So I'm not going up to Edinburgh. Be sure and shout out some punchlines just before he does them. They love it when you do that. <laughs> We're not gonna do that. <laughs> well, no, it was a preview. But yeah, got everyone singing nine to five at the end. Yeah, that, was that, was, that was a great ending. So, so though he said for copyright reasons, he probably won't be able to do that in Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah, Dolly will be there with the lawyers. <laughs> Change a few. Working nine till six. <laughs> Maybe. Oh yeah, there we working go. Working ten. Well, working whatever. I'm, wor- I'm, I'm working nights. Time. I'm working <laughs> nights to this week. Working five to nine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else has happened? Uh, we did a thing in Manchester. That was all right. We did do a thing in Manchester. We, have we done it twice since in the last six months? Uh, once? I've done it just the once. I did it just the once, okay. maybe. It was maybe last time. I was time. there with white coats as well. Yeah, we were there with white coats at yeah. Apple and AirPages back. Yeah, but we did the thing that, at Colourfords. I reckon it was maybe quote. November. Yeah. Uh, it might have been, yeah. Time is gone by so much. Uh, we did our first show in Bradford. Yeah, it was very good at the Peacock. And 
We're doing another one this week, depending on when the podcast comes out. Uh, it'll be out on Tuesday. Two days' time. Yep, so two days' time. That's on Thursday, if you are Bradfordian. Um, <laughs> or from anywhere else in the world. Time doesn't move differently in Bradford. No, only Bradford. Only Bradford. <laughs> yeah. Only Bradfordians allowed. We'll pat you down and assess you. Credentials. Check your accent at the door. Ask you very specific Bradford questions. How about them bantams? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, right, okay. Uh, what else? Uh, we did a Bond improv as well. That was good. Oh, yes. The spy who cloned me. That was an interesting, an interesting one. It was a good one. When I say it's an interesting one, it makes it sound as though <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that was an interesting <laughs> one. No, it was good. It was a really good one. That. I like that one. That was done by uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Long from Discount Comedy Checkout. Uh, that was good because we got to pre-plan everything. Uh, sort of. <laughs> Not everything, no, but you know. didn't. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that improvised show that we wrote the day before it was great, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was, well, it was open to a, a lot got more to influence. Make, we were uh, kind of bent the rules of improv slightly mm. by saying it was okay to discuss what you were about to do. Yeah. Because we did have a very kind of specific template to, to uh, hit. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a bit... Um, it is an awful lot to produce. So it's basically mm. a full film. Mm-hmm. Action scenes and... Oh, yeah. Love making. Yeah, that live green screening was amazing. So <laughs> <laughs> I was able to... Uh, Brilliant pyro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. So... Uh, what are we doing? Oh yeah, so uh, this is how we do it. What we do is we draw a subject matter from the bucket, and we, there's a pen in there, and we confess our sins based on the randomly selected subject matter. Uh, give us an email or a Facebook message if you want to add something to the bucket. Email address is oicpodcast at gmail.com, which incidentally is my uh, new Virgin Media uh, account password, because if you're moving house, you can't, you can't have a different account on the old email. Uh, so that's that's completely irrelevant information. But uh, yeah, uh, does anyone want to pick a thing? I, I, I do. Okay, no, you go ahead. Uh, it is going to be. Oh, you really seal these, don't you? Yep. Uh, tried and failed. <laughs> this podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> that's you know. That's my Edinburgh show title, surely. <laughs> 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 around to doing one. Yeah. Um, Tried and failed. Tried and failed. The longer we think about this, the more arrogant we sound as well. Yeah. We've never failed anything. <laughs> I fail a lot of things. Well, it's, it's just which ones do I want to, to yeah, share? Yeah, it's like, surely every, ultimately you fail at everything. Whoa. whoa. Unless, you're the, well, unless you're the world champion at something. Yeah. You failed at it to a degree. I don't. Th- I think if you've got an Olympic silver medal, I think you, you can't be considered. <laughs> oh, well, a apparently, silver medalists have, are less happy than bronze medalists. Because oh, bronze yeah. medalists are just kind of yeah, happy yeah. that they got there, whereas silver medalists are like, oh, fuck. you know, yeah. I spent, I dedicated my life to this, and I got, and I still just fell short at the very final moment. It's, it's very hard to live with that. Yeah. So, shoot for bronze. Shoot for bronze. <laughs> That's such a pretty decent advice. Shoot for bronze. You'll be happier for that. Uh, tried and failed. I really failed at like I failed. I mean, I dropped out of uh, university. Oh really? Uh, I used to be a chemist. 
So, and I, uh, ooh, this plane. Oh, I'll just see if that one's. <laughs> hang on. It yeah, it's picking it up 100%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go close the. Yeah, I'll be gone in a second. Yeah. Sorry, um, we live under. Uh, we, we live? We live here. <laughs> Where we record is under a flight path, so I do apologize for that. The off your uh, chest studio. Yeah. Yeah, yes, indeed. So, uh, which, you, which you tried to soundproof the other week and failed. <laughs> <laughs> Say that the door's open, it's absolutely boiling. <laughs> um. So yeah, I did chemistry, did a degree, did half a degree of, of chemistry at Imperial, which is quite, the, you know, I was quite smart at school, good mm. at A-levels, was good at science, and, and this that went, oh, I'll do a chemistry degree. And then and towards the end of my second year, I kind of went, oh, in a year's time, I'm going to graduate and I'm going to have to get a job with my chemistry degree. What kind of job? should I get? And I couldn't think of anything that I wanted to do with a chemistry degree. Not one thing. It seems quite a long way to get in your education without ever thinking what you're going to do with it. But that was me. Not really, just kind of living day to day, not really planning ahead. And at that point, I had kind of crisis of confidence and then kind of went, I think I should be doing a different degree. I think I should be doing film and media. Uh, Because I was always interested in that. And told my mum and dad, they were obviously delighted to hear that. Was, uh, um, Parents famously love a degree in the arts. Uh, they, they, especially yeah. after, aban- if you've abandoned one in science, one in the arts, that's, that's, that's the sweet spot. Um, and they said, look, try, well, look, try and finish your degree because you've done two-thirds of it. So, yeah. um, But I couldn't, I, my heart wasn't in it. I went and, I, I went and did, I, well, I'd, the month I had spent Trump, I'd meant to be revising for all these exams and I'd spent them pacing my room worrying about what I was going to do and then finally figuring out I should do this. So I failed those and I had a few more in the summer that I tried to work for but I failed those as well. Mm. And they said, but I had to do resits which was really annoying because I'd gone to America. I was on one of these work America things which I had to leave early to come back and do these resits that I knew I was going to fail but I had to go through the motions. Uh... And then, so it took a year out, and then went off and didn't film the media. But 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 my my tutor at, at the at the um, university, when I failed my resits as well, said it is quite unusual for someone to get a lower mark in their resits than they did in their first wow. go round. <laughs> but I was I was so going through the motions at that point that uh, I, I had left already in my mind that this wasn't official yet. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, and well, I had a, I was going to say I had a similar academic one, but I never got to university. But yeah, like my A levels were just mm. an absolute shit show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was lucky to get a ungradable, uh, to put it mildly. But yeah, what's ungradable? It's when uh, it, it's oh god, what is it? Because it's ABC. is that what U stands for? Yeah, that's what U stands I've never for. Never realised that ungradable. Yeah. So yeah. that that could be like that's less. It could be too good. Yeah. It was. Oh, I could, <laughs> it was beyond perfect. my my skill set as a yeah. teacher. I can't grade this because it's so. It's too. He's developing new theories here. Uh, he's drawing in three D. I don't know. He's managed to do that. You know. It's like <laughs> this is ungradable. Well, uh, maybe I that's what happened, Josh. Okay. Sorry, I shouldn't bang the table. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've already fucking seen this book, but yeah. Could be that, probably not, uh, <laughs> considering my uh, 
What was my A level in? IT, I think. Yeah. I once had an IT exam. I think it was Buders. Not ungradable, but illegible. It's my my oh. handwriting's terrible. Oh, oh right. So I got a call. I did an IT module. So I, I once was one of my kind of spare spare modules you get in Scotland. So it's great. You do your subject, and you get another couple of other subjects that you might have a bit of interest in. Hmm. So you just kind of doss around in for your first two years. So I did IT as one of the modules, because I quite rightly thought it'd be a piece of piss. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the exam paper, I was loving it, because it was so easy. I was just writing and writing and writing, and my handwriting is utter gash. And I got a call <laughs> after about six weeks into my summer holidays from the university saying, oh, Mr. Spencer, we've assessed your paper, and it's being classified as illegible. So you can either uh, come back and resit the exam in two weeks' time, which was no good to me as I was a broke student. I didn't want to go all the way up to Scotland to do that. Or we can email you a copy of it, and then you have to write out line by line on the computer, hitting the enter button, exactly what you've written. So basically, ironically, writing out in exactly not the way I'd been told to do during the word processing element of the course. (laughs) So I did, and I got 19 out of 20. And I'm pretty sure, I reckon they just fucked off that last mark, just as a kind of a... <laughs> so you were, but I mean, you could write anything you like then, or did it have to kind of match what you'd written a I bit? Guess, I guess there was an element of trust that I wasn't taking the Mickey. I don't know. I'm sure there'd be like somebody there, like with them side by side. It's just like, yeah, I can kind of see that that said, you know, um, yeah. press Hard. tab to margin or whatever. But that, I mean, that could Mouse. go down as a kind of, you know, scam. Student, oh, I remember I was at the Tell you what you do, just write it as badly as you can, mm-hmm. and then during the summer they'll ring you up and you can. Because <laughs> if you're not ready for it after three terms, yeah, yeah. you'll be ready for it in the middle of summer. Let's <laughs> get a phone call at a festival. <laughs> but you, when you were typing it out, yeah, I mean, you could have had your computer book by your side or yeah. whatnot. Yeah. And you had to, but you had well, to do it in real time. Ironically, mm. I would have had to use the computer. So maybe that's like you passed already because you're using a computer. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. It was just a formality. Just like, oh, this kid's aced it. If he can use a computer and attach a <laughs> yes. PDF to an email, cherry <laughs> yeah. on the cake. There's more than me. Yeah. <laughs> Saved it as a JPEG. That's why you got one down. So I'm trying to think if you ever had any. Dares or stunts that you. I remember that wasn't this wasn't a failure though I did suffer from it. That was kind of a failure because. Um, I mean, everything is a failure ultimately, ultimately as you said. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, you know. <laughs> um, but my my uh, we had this tree house when I was kids. I had three older brothers, hmm. and um, they were. I'm trying to remember how this happens. We were up in this tree house, which is basically just, we had an old shed in the garden and there was a tree growing up the back. So you could just put, a, I think we put an old door on one of the branches and it kind of sat on the roof of the head, the shed. That was our tree house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they were doing this thing where they were, they had tied a rope to the one of the branches and were swinging out of the tree. And um, I wanted to have a go and they were like, no, you're too little, you're, you can't have a go. And they said, oh, I really, really want to go. And they went, eventually they went, oh, okay. You can have a go. Uh, <laughs> and there's slight design flaw. I'm trying to remember if they did this on purpose or not. I can't remember. The slight design flaw with this rope. It was basically just a rope. So uh, like one of those classic council estate blue ropes. Yeah. 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 And you just swing off the branch. Uh, 
But when they gave it to me, the slight flaw was that the, the length of the rope was bigger than the distance between the branch and the ground. So basically, ah. I just ended up jumping out of a tree. And, uh, oh. I can remember landing. I kind of landed on my feet. It wasn't a huge distance, but it was big enough. Yeah. Uh, and I landed okay on my feet and kind of buckled on my knees. But I landed so hard, my head slammed into my own knees. <laughs> I oh, just... God, that was what the most painful part of it was. So, yeah, I know. And then it must have been. It must have been. Yeah. Uh, uh, but know that I think. Surely they must have. Were they playing on the swing beforehand? Yeah, but they must have. I don't know. I know. Maybe yeah. they knew to hold the rope a bit higher up. Yeah, so they, maybe, they, yeah. that didn't happen. <laughs> there was that. Vice, uh, I literally held on to the very end of the rope, which would have been if it had. Swung, I would have immediately had to let go of it anyway, because it would have been. Uh, yeah, no, there's a lot of that kind of them doing things and me not being big enough to join in. And, like sibling Tom And then worry. going off crying to my mum, and then mum coming and going, making them include me, and then going, oh, it's not as much fun because we're going to include this little run. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, speaking of head and knee damage, uh, I did I did and tried and failed to be a wrestler. That was uh, you've done wrestling lessons as well, haven't you? I saw that yeah, thing I, on Facebook. I did uh, I did one lesson, yeah. which I loved, but then I couldn't walk for the next week. Yeah, <laughs> wow. And I've got a dodgy neck. I was in I was already in my thirties when I tried it. I was like, no, I'm too old. Yeah. I loved it, but Jesus, so my, much admiration for yeah, how yeah. physically hard it is to do. My first lesson I had. Uh, Pretty sure I had whiplash, like actual whiplash. Like I was looking up the symptoms, and it was just like that, and I was just like sort of rolling my neck around like that for like days afterwards to make the pain go away. But yeah, no, I did it for God about six or eight months or something like that. It was quite a while, but yeah, just knees, too many knee damage, too much head damage and stuff. But yeah, uh-huh. yeah. First lesson, I had to do a flip off the apron to the floor onto uh, onto a, a quite a surprisingly thin crash mat and it was just like I'm not ready for this like a front, a front flip yeah just yeah just yeah just a standard front flip like a like a senton flip and it's uh, teacher was Marty Jones from World of Sport <laughs> do you remember Marty Jones yeah <laughs> see there you go he's not a flippy kind of guy uh, from, from the old YouTube videos but he's just like go on get up there and he's I've said it before on the podcast but he's an old school guy he's just like fucking do a flip your girl go on. <laughs> There's like actual <laughs> girls learning from him as well. Just like fucking hell, but, yeah. Yeah, I think when I did my lessons, bits of it, okay, I could do the the backdrop. So you're dropping on your back, yeah, front yeah. drop, and so on. And then yeah, they wanted me to do a standing flip. So just like a forwards roll, stand, jump in the air, turn over, and land on your back. I'm like, I do not have the elasticity of my knees. Maybe like I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, but yeah. I had no confidence I'd be able to do it. I just I couldn't. I could do it a little bit on a big crash mat because I wasn't yeah. going to break my neck. Um, but yeah, yeah, ludicrously intense. Oh, I nearly dropped a guy as well because they had us, again, very old school mentality. They had uh, us doing this really vigorous warm up, running around, drop, press up, running around, drop, squats, running around, drop. Then they got us, you had to be matched up with someone of equivalent uh, body. And I'm quite tall and gangly, so I got lined up with this guy. And you had to get your opponent on your shoulders in a fireman's carry. 
and then start squatting them. <laughs> and back then, I, right. I don't really do now, I wasn't training my legs either, so I did about two or three squats going a little bit lower each time. I was like, yeah, I can do this. Yeah. And then another time, even lower, and my legs start to give way, and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to drop this guy. So I have to kind of, in a panicked mind, I thought, I need to kind of just, maybe if I can stagger back into a wall, we can both <laughs> slide <laughs> slide off each other. So oh. I don't know how this was going to work, but yeah, I basically I staggered back with a guy on my back who then hit the wall, and then we both gently slid awkwardly off. <laughs> so it's like, oh, I'm, really, I'm really sorry, mate. He said, oh, it's all right. Just, just don't, don't fucking do it again, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. We're, we're in Glasgow. Was, uh, my Glasgow accent. Yeah. And it was. I'm trying to think, who's a gangly Scottish wrestler? Uh, I don't know. Wolfgang. Fuck it. <laughs> Thank God it wasn't Wolfgang. I've been squashed. Yeah. No, we did because um, I used to. I was living in, uh, it was when I was living in Armley at the time, and then used to cycle to Morley for, for the actual wrestling lesson. Res, re, re, lesson? Can't combine those words. Anyway, and then once you got there, then the warm-ups were absolute fucking killer. Like, if you've seen, like, have you seen that ESPN documentary about Ric Flair, the 30 for 30? No, I want to. Yeah, he's, he's famous for his exercises. Yeah, like it goes through his routine, like when he first started doing professional wrestling training, and it. Mine's going to sound fucking like nothing in comparison, but like Is it the, a thousand Hindu squats it do before a match. Oh, I haven't heard of this. Yeah, you do a thousand just body squats, but try doing just basically body squats, a thousand of them, and then like a run, and his insane cardio. Was, yeah, I don't know how his knees didn't just. D- dissolve Dying. under that but yeah it was saying like uh, like one of the first days he was at wrestling school he like got somebody of similar body type put them on the shoulder but then they had to go up like I think it was at the flight of stairs on a 10 story building like get up to the top and then come back down with them then flip it so that you're on the other person's shoulder and then you had to get them in a like um, wheelbarrow position and then climb up on the on their arms and then back down again and it was just Intense, but yeah, like you know, obviously, I'm, I'm not the. This is a very, very similar uh, body size than what I was when I was doing the wrestling. But it was just like they did the thing where they had the cards, and it's just like right, okay, we're doing squats, and we're doing nine squats, and we're doing ten squats. If it was like a, a face card, it was like ten, and it was just you ended up doing God, like over a hundred squats and something like that. And then there was. One time where it was a packed lesson, it was El Liguero was uh, doing this lesson, uh, so it was fucking round. Everyone was in a circle, and there must have been about twenty-five or something, twenty-six or something like that. And uh, it's just like, right, okay, everyone squat. You count to ten. Okay, now you count to ten, and it was ten squats per person, but everyone had to do it, and I was fucking dying by the end of it. It's a nightmare. So that's why I failed. Not being a wrestler. <laughs> Too many squats. So don't dream, kids. Don't dream. Did you do the mo- have the moment I had though? So it was only one lesson, but it got to uh, to slam somebody and be slammed, and also suplex somebody and vice versa. And that was the best feeling in the world. You just felt like you were Hulk Hogan, just like yeah. picking someone up and throwing. Oh, it was worth not being able to move yeah. for a week when? just to like feel like a little kid again. It was awesome. I. One of, one of the 
well, one of the best and worst things <laughs> I did was um, best thing was um, you know the uh, what is it called? It's the one that it's the it's a drop kick. It's the one that Daniel Bryan, Hideo Tami, and Finn Balor do, where they land on their back. So you know, like drop kick, they flip and land on their knees. This is just a, a back drop kick where they just land on their back. And like I did that to somebody whilst kicking them into the corner, and then it was just like, oh, that was amazing because it was like it was like somebody who'd have been doing it for like two or three years or something like that. So they fucking slammed it, hit the turnbuckle like they'd been whiplash and stuff like that. I was just like, yeah. Then a couple of lessons later, you know, getting a bit more confident with myself, it's just like, right, okay, top rope. I'm going to do this from the top rope. And it was part of the drill and stuff like that. But, like, I was just like, yeah, I can do this. I can do this. So go up and then just over-rotated right on the back of the head. I was fucking out of it. <laughs> I had to go home early for that one. But I cycled home. <laughs> cycled home. It's all downhill from my anyway. story coming home. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's... that's um, can't think what else. Roller Derby, I guess. I quit that to do the wrestling, though. Yeah. And I, was, I was still involved in Roller Derby, but tried and failed at playing it, but now do commentaries, and that's all right. I tried and failed to be a journalist for nine years, and um, <laughs> career highlights included. That's quite, that's quite a run of failure in nine years. You should, Try, try, and <laughs> keep trying. Uh, one of my favourite failures was about six months into my career, and I was at a, a local paper in Glasgow, and I took a, I was handed a phone call that I thought, so I was waiting for somebody to call me, was a Bon Jovi impersonator. Um, no. So, so I interviewed him for about two and a half minutes uh, before I realised it wasn't, and it was uh, an MP. Uh, oh. <laughs> so I was, I was asking him questions like, "Oh, um, I thought you were going to say it was the real Bon Jovi." Yeah, that's where <laughs> I thought this was going as well. Yeah. Um, was like, uh, how how long have you been doing this? He said, "Oh, about about nine years." Like, oh, okay, and uh, what's been uh, what's been the sort of most enjoyable part of it? It's going okay. And then I think I said, "And do you have a favourite song?" <laughs> <laughs> to which there was a kind of, "Excuse me," <laughs> and I quickly put him on. Mute. I was like, is this a Bon Jovi guy? No, no, it's uh, <laughs> explained who it was. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> did, but, you, did you tell the MP that you thought he was uh, Bon Jovi? I didn't mention that surprise. <laughs> I just carried on. But I went, I'd later met the actual Bon Jovi guy, who was lovely, but he was also the most vain person I've ever met. So I met him in his house. I think he was about, he might have been 40. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he had the hair, he had yeah. the kind of look, and he'd had his teeth done, like really... Wow. Really bright white, and you think he'll still live with his mom. But it was quite endearing because halfway through the conversation, he we were having a cup of tea, and he looked around and he caught sight of himself in his mom's kind of you know like lounge posh kind of lounge mirror, and he kind of just paused and he was genuinely like a little bit fascinated by his like his, his own face. Wow! He kind of sort of smiled and got like a bit distracted. I loved it. It happened another time later in the conversation. And it was hard. I couldn't even think he was a knob because he, he yeah, was just yeah. so sweet so, that he yeah. actually loved himself that much. It was nice. I saw him perform and he was, he was good, actually. 
going, what, a, what a, must be like to look in the mirror and go, who's that guy? Yeah. Rather than going, oh, that twat again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm everything I want to be, <laughs> apart from not the real man. Yeah. Well, you ever do that thing where, like, you like, because obviously we do improv, do you, like, practice, like, your facial expressions and stuff like that? So you just sit in front of a mirror for, like, two hours or something. <laughs> Do you not, guys, not do that? No? <laughs> I don't think. Uh, uh, not recently. No. I, 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 I don't do it, but I 100% think it would be a very yeah, good yeah. thing to do. I mean, yeah. I should start. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Just I, I also just want to make you feel awkward. <laughs> <laughs> just throw me under the bus. It's, it's awkward when your partner walks in and you're just looking in the mirror, just like, just like pulling all these things. <laughs> and, and she doesn't, doesn't speak, just looks at you, just like, like for two minutes, just like, what are you doing? It's just like nothing, nothing. <laughs> Rather be watching on like watching pornography or something than that. It's just fucking bad, man. <sighs> no, I think I always think I should practice stuff. I keep threatening the kids that I'm gonna, you know, adopt an accent for the day and just speak in that accent. I just never do it. I never do it. So I should commit to the or you know make rap the whole day long or something, you know. Just uh, make everything rhyme. <laughs> and it would be such good practice. But, uh, but you know. Dad's, dad, dad's, <laughs> dad's practicing again. <laughs> yeah, I know, we'll right. go out for the day. <laughs> <laughs> Just a note left on the kitchen table. <laughs> okay, well, uh, thanks very much for that. Why am I saying it like that? Fucking hell, right. Um, yeah. That was interesting. I failed. I thought would would trigger like story after story, but there was a bit of like, have I you know really failed or yeah? Maybe it's a bit too you know. Like certain things, I'm just not willing to admit to myself just yet. Yeah, I, I mean, failed yet. God damn it! <laughs> just <laughs> arrogance is preventing the failure. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, I mean. Speaking of uh, tried and failed, uh, we're in an improv group called Super Trooper Improv, and we've got some upcoming shows, um, as mentioned previously, uh, two days' time uh, at the time of this coming out, so that is Thursday the 5th of July 2018. Uh, we're going to be at the Peacock in Bradford, uh, we're doing the uh, short form improv show there. Uh, then a little bit later on in the month of July, we have our tour, and it is a tour, uh, on the uh, 21st, we are going to be at the Beverly Laugh Festival. Uh, and we've just had a lovely write-up in the uh, Just Beverly magazine, <laughs> which is an incredible publication. Um, on the 22nd, we are going to be at the Pit on Merriam Street in Leeds. And on the 23rd, we are going to be at the... Is it the Station Inn? Or is it the Station... What's it called? It's the Station... It's the Station... House, something. Cafe, Bistro, Restauranty... If you type the station Garth off, yeah. uh, you'll either get the train station in Garth off or this place where we're going to be on the 21st. Which are next to each other, so you'll, you'll find them. Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, that's probably where the name came from. All right, okay. Uh, yeah, that's it from us. So uh, we'll see you next time, whenever that may be. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> I'm going to fucking edit the shit out of that ending. <laughs> fucking all right. Thanks, kids, for coming. <laughs>